I'm Jada Willis, and this is the Back to Business Podcast, made for business owners, CEOs, and high achievers that are ready to leave their BS excuses behind, get more out of life, and see business growth like never before. Let's take the road less traveled and tackle the hard. Are you ready to get back to business? Welcome back, B2Bers. All right, today is a special episode as I am walking in to facilitate a few different sessions, but the one that I'm probably most excited about is CEOs setting the culture. Um, I'm just going to give you a few highlights, a few tips, because I can't, I can't spoil it just in case, um, you know, those that haven't been able to attend, um, haven't opted in to uh, attend the workshop that I was giving. Um, it was a public workshop, but if you haven't opted in, I still want to leave you with a few pieces so that you understand that as a CEO, as a business owner, and even as senior leadership, you set the culture. So it's really interesting to me that whenever I started in HR, um, I was told that HR couldn't have a bad day. And I mean, you know, that that's not really true, but the, but the, the essence is there. And the same thing is for leadership is the fact that you have to be able to regulate your emotions because your employees are constantly looking at you, looking at your actions, your decisions, your choices. How does that line up with your core values that you being the, the organization and are you consistent? Are you consistent with how you behave and how you make decisions and and that's actually how trust is formed, trust and respect. Um, so even if you have some pretty unhealthy behaviors and leadership characteristics, if you're consistent, bare minimum employees know, well, I know what to expect. It may not produce a higher level of employee productivity. Um, it may not uh, produce employee uh, retention, but it will build a level of uh, the devil you know. So... I am in the camp of people leave bosses and cultures, not, not jobs. It's, it's highly unlikely. It's really who do they work for and who do they work around? And so we have a responsibility as CEOs and as top leaders to be really intentional um, in guarding our words and actions. Yes, it's like a balance between being vulnerable, being transparent, being open, but thinking through One of the pillars and one of the most important things that employees report that they need in the workplace and from their leaders is communication. But I think we get it wrong in the sense that, yes, we need communication, but it doesn't mean that if, I'll use myself as an example. All right, Jada, come into the office. Jada, you're doing a horrible job. All right, it's just awful. All right, is that technically employee feedback? Yes. Is it the kind of feedback that's going to result in me being motivated or encouraged to do a better job? Absolutely not. So I think it's actually about how we're framing the communication. Are we being consistent across the board? And are we able to let employees into bigger decision making in regards to the company? Where's the company going? How does their role fit into the larger picture uh, of the organization as well? Why is their position important? And so it's how you deliver the messaging, right? It's about you delivering messaging that actually will hopefully 
motivate, inspire, or, or tailoring it to your audience, thinking about the person sitting in that chair and what do they, what do they need from you? So that's, yes, increasing your level of communication, that ultimately is going to build a better culture and a better workplace. You'll have a, a strong reputation as a leader that strong communication skills if you focus on improving that and thinking very intentionally about how you're communicating with your employees and just across the board, how you're communicating, what you're communicating and when, right? The other question, the other piece of it is, remember, you're like a celebrity within your organization. If you think about it, isn't the paparazzi always looking at your mannerisms, your body language, uh, paying attention to your words? That's your employee. Okay, your employees are, are really looking at you because they are looking for a leader that they can know, like, trust and follow. And I always say, hey, even if your employees don't like you, they need to respect you. Um, the goal is not to be likable, but it to be a level of a, a consistent leadership that you know that there's respect, professionalism and and how do you reach employees that they can, you know, follow you into battle? right? And hopefully your workplace isn't a battlefield. But at the same point in time, if there is a crisis, you want to know that your employees are going to be able to support you, rally around you, and or whatever uh, needs to be done at that time. But it actually brings me to my other point, and it's that leaders need to prepare their crisis leadership style before there's a crisis. So, I don't know if you've ever been in like a really urgent situation. And I remember even in, in school, there were fire drills and there were some, you know, kids that were just freaking out and like screaming and, and really, I mean, legitimately concerned, right? There was actually a fire. And then there were actually a few of my peers that got calm and quiet and took over more of that leadership role and said, you know what? I know that actually um, we need to be following that direction and that path. It's going to be okay. Let's go that way. So that, that level of maturity shined and that whenever we think about leaders that we want to, to follow, they're emotionally regu regulated, they're calm or the perception is they're calm at a crisis so that you can think logically so that you can have a proper response and also be a support for your employees. So that's the kind of that's the kind of leadership that's going to result in higher levels of employee communication, employee trust, employee engagement and productivity. But it's day-to-day -day consistent behaviors. And I know nobody's going to be perfect. You have to let yourself be human. But whenever that happens, it's being thoughtful about, let's just say you do have, you know, an emotional moment. It's about actually talking to that employee, whoever witnessed that emotional moment and, and, and apologizing, not for the emotion, but apologizing for that display because that is something you don't want to give that anxious energy to somebody else. Your job is to be the front line, the visionary and I know that this may go against the grain of, hey, I need to be able to show my employees that I'm, you know, I'm human. Um, that's true. But at the end of the day, 
they're also relying on you to have the vision, to have the strategy, and to be able to execute when it gets hard, right? So when you're building that level of consistency, with the changing dynamic of the workplace, I really, there is actually, there are reports from Glassdoor that indicate that Gen Z are going to outpopulate baby boomers in the workplace in 2024. So don't worry. <laughs> I don't know if it's a worry or not, but millennials are still the largest population in the workforce. But with that means that there are going to be shifting and dynamic changes within the organization. So you have to think about your communication style. How is it relating across the board? Our goal is to motivate employees. We, put, we want our employees productive. We want our employees engaged and honestly connected back into the purpose of why we are in business or why we are pursuing the mission that we're doing. So <clears throat> all of this, it's with the end in mind. Of course, we want to care about people and we want employees to feel safe, to feel comfortable and to feel like they're valued. But at the end of the day, we also, we have a purpose. We have a mission whether you're a nonprofit or for-profit organization, there's a point to why you exist. There's a purpose. So <clears throat> we still have work to do, but it's your role as a leader to set the tone, set the culture, and also to make sure your leadership team is trained in the style and the values that you want to see exhibited throughout your organization. Every leader Every people leader has an influence on your employees, on overall culture and engagement. So I'm going to go forth and conquer today. We're going to rock out this presentation for C-suite level individuals. And uh, hopefully they're going to walk away with so much more information. So if you have any questions or if you want to learn more about how you can level up your leadership team and your organization, I want you to reach out to me. You can go to jadawillis.com. You can actually take our Is Your Team Ready for Growth assessment that just populated on our website. Be one of the first to take it. It's just released today. And uh, get in touch. I'll start with a discovery call. I'm going to leave you like I've left every other podcast. And I want you to choose your hard. Everything you want is on the other side of hard. Choose your hard.